I know. Oh my! Oh, we started. Okay, hello everybody. <laughs> my real voice. <laughs> oh well, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are talking about revenge. Yeah. That's right. That coil, that burning coil in your loins that sizzles. What are you gonna do about it? You think about it all night. You mm-hmm. ponder. You get up, and then you go. You know, push somebody in a train. <laughs> yeah, I like revenge. Yeah, I'm all about it. I think it's. I got no problem with all the horrible emotions. I say I think revenge is the only one that's actually justified. You have to that's be smart right. to do it. Yeah, you do. I am. Uh, well, thanks so much for having me here, this guys. This has been by Kissel. the way. This is great. Yes, yeah, yes. revenge, and that was uh, that's. Uh, I think the best example of revenge on modern day television actually was a reference that you made up top. Kevin Spacey, House of Cards. A bit of a spoiler alert, but of course, season two, uh, episode one, had some of the greatest revenge I've ever seen that involves oh. a train, a woman, and then the train beating the woman. And then Kevin Spacey <laughs> came out of the closet. Train versus no. woman. Woman yeah. lose. Tends to lose. Was yeah. he doing the old timey thing, just standing over him with a twiddle in his mustache with a bunch of dynamite? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just being the weirdest fucker. Man, uh, there was always that one existential question that you uh, that you would get in philosophy class, and there's a man tied to a train. And then if right. you yell loud enough, you can scare a fat man to fall on the tracks and get hit by the train first and save. Like, There's a whole family of people tied to the train. What? Yeah, and you can scare a fat man mm-hmm. to fall in front of the train and save the whole family's life. Or you can just let the train hit the family. What do you do? The fat man's innocent. What do you do? Well, number one, you uh, immediately disenroll, unenroll from the community college that you're going to, if the professor uses that as an example of uh, what to do. <laughs> What's wrong or with TCC? Of, of, of a situation. <laughs> I've never heard Tallahassee of Tallahassee Community College, the Eagles. My God, does right. he have to be fat? I almost graduated. Yeah, he's got to stop a train. He's got to be fat. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're talking at least 280. Oh, okay. Florida. You yeah, know, he's got to be that. Like, t- 10 pounds bigger than Kissel. Oh, my. That's huge. Yeah, that'll stop. A, yeah, that'll definitely stop a train. He deserves to die then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have to kill somebody to save a family of, like, five or something. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you just kill one. What's the moral decision? What do you do? I mean, I would just go and, like, untie the family and then but save. But the train's coming. You can't. The train's going to hit you How if you about do it. you just yeah. wave to the train and just say, stop, stop, stop? That's not going to work. Oh. It's coming in hard. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Cena? I don't know what I don't even understand how you could even possibly save them. Yeah, I, I just feel like yeah. it's going to hit fat, the, it hits the fat man. The train starts like, oh no, the fat man! <laughs> it's just when you, know, you yell, you yell, yell, or you push him or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, fatty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Usually, these philosophical fat. analogies are something that are mildly plausible, but I mean, a, a, a fat man will just explode just as a, a skinny man. I mean, have you ever seen a cow on the train tracks? Have it, I? It, it actually if I had a nickel. Indeed, you'd have exactly one nickel, and the the cow explodes before the train even hits it. So the fat man will just get hit by a train. I've YouTube. It, yeah. It's on there. Yeah, and it it explodes about two feet before the train actually hits it because of all the uh, the uh, of all the energy oh. uh, coming from the train. So it's pretty amazing. So I this guy what just that get... cow did to deserve to be led on those tracks. I mean, you got to stop planting grass on the on the tracks. <laughs> that's what I would say. Maybe it wanted to kill itself, which you know that's another way to put revenge on somebody. Right. You know, and I would say a great form of revenge is definitely tying a, a family of a uh, arch nemesis to a train tracks and then watching having that person watch their family get run over. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And oh, then perfect. that person truly has a dilemma of is saving the family and uh, and then potentially getting hit by the train or uh, or just watch his entire family die. Of course, this could all backfire if he hates his wife and kids. You know what you do is you, you, how you make them watch is there's usually like a bell tower or something sure. on a train track. Glue him to the window inside the bell tower. So he's just glued to the window and he's got to watch the train come and slam his family. I mean, he could shut his eyes. Yeah. But Glue you know what's the worst part cut is? Cut his eyelids off. Oh, all right. Is that when you're looking for evidence of these things, of cows getting hit by things, uh-huh. and you type into YouTube, cow gets hit, that's it. Mm-hmm. The first. suggested <laughs> search queries are in, in order, cow gets hit by car, cow gets hit by lightning, cow gets hit by, hits by plane, cow gets hit, hit by, by plane? Hit plane. By, yeah. hit, cow, get hits, cow gets hit by truck. 
Cal gets hit by race car. Cal gets hit by tornado. And my favorite, dumbass Cal gets hit by train. <laughs> Man, cows are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> We're all those on Pornhub.com as well. For those of you at home, we'll send you the link to Cow Gets Hit by Train. That definitely sounded like a cow getting hit by a train. That cow got knocked the fuck out. Absolutely. Hey, write in a personal request, and I will come to your house and play this video for you and dress up like a clown and dance around your living room. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I I I definitely... I don't think you should do that. There are are a lot of people out there that... uh, Seeking revenge from, uh, from enemies is a very fun thing to do, and I enjoy the emotion of revenge yeah. or wanting to seek revenge, you know, and then when it actually uh, comes to fruition, it's really a gratifying feeling. That's my favorite thing about Facebook. Anybody that you hated in your past, uh, you know, I, when I was at, uh, I was a freshman in high school and I was a big beast of a fella and I had a bald head because I thought hair looked bad, but it would have made me look less like a taller, fatter Uncle Fester. And I of course, he was kind of tall and kind of <laughs> fat to begin with. Yeah. Not good. Have hair. Just scared women. Just, oh, yeah. terrified oh, women. Oh, my God. Nazi. And then six, yeah. yeah, exactly. Nazis are weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Tall yeah. Nazis are very strange. <laughs> yeah, um, weird's a nice thing to call a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was about, uh, it was about 60 years past the time of being a tall, like, where, where a tall Nazi might have been considered cool. I was in the wrong country in the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I just yeah. looked like a huge, what they would call Gomer. As a matter of fact, one of my nicknames was just Hippo. Which I thought was kind of uncreative, what? just because hippos are large and hairless and fat, and then uh, that was me. So uh, there was a fella. You got to embrace it, though. You're a wrestler. Well, yeah, the hippo I mean, as a wrestler. I mean, that's fucking scary. Yeah. I agree with that. And hippos are very dangerous animals. So I yeah. took out a lot of aggression, and I would chomp my teeth, and uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty badass stuff. Um, <laughs> no doubt. But they, but people don't know this about the hippo. Gets winded quick. Really winded very very quickly. It's all those cheeseburgers that hippo eats. Yeah, you know when the when the when the hippo goes to the Hardee's drive-in uh, before school every damn morning and gets about four to five sausage muffins and then uh, not McMuffins. This is from Hardee's. This is where mm. I used to go sausage muffins and yeah. then uh, and then brags about how many he can eat to the girls in uh, the first uh, quarter of the day, first class of the day. It's not the not the coolest hippo around. No. So what did you do to the people that called you a mongrel? Well, I didn't do anything to them. And the thing, what they would do to me, though, I had to do this thing when I was a freshman in high school because I was so large and I barely had pubes, you know. I had the very in t- high school? Just 14. Aww. I was a late bloomer. Small Aww. penis, the whole thing. You Balls were how dropped. tall with no six, pubes? 6'7". Seven. 6'7". Six, oh, how did that happen six, to you? 6'4". No seven. pubes. Because I, I was 5'10 going into my freshman year. Okay, so no, I was five ten leaving my eighth grade year. By the time freshman That's year started, I was big. six foot four. By the time freshman year ended, I was six foot seven, which is a freakishly yeah. uh, awful experience. And you're six seven now, and I'm six seven now. Yeah. So you haven't grown um, since you were fifteen. I was the definition. I was the exact um, if, if Mad Max Thunderdome. Tina Turner is watching the event, yeah. and uh, Master Blaster. I was not Master. I was Blaster, and I got knocked to the ground. And then the helmet's removed. Retarded child. Ooh, you can't kill him. He's got the he's got the brain of a child. He's got the brain of a boy. That was me. You know, big bulky dude, but with a with a fourteen year old uh, you know mind and an immature one at that. And a so, little penis. Little, and a small penis. Which that doesn't look, penis. No, not good. Oh. I I still enjoy having a hairless penis uh, <laughs> yeah. because a hairy penis is disgusting, and that's something you should probably get checked out, Mister Cena. No, come yeah. on. Um, now, Harry Peters. He's got to find the right ladies that like that kind of uh, thing. No God. woman wants to be, uh, no. you know, fucked I like she's beg- banging a pipe cleaner. Okay? I beg to differ. You got to, no. like, brush back the pubic hair. Uh, that's like not that. good. Uh, no. That's what the labia is for. It's like a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. It's like a... <laughs> Treating her labia like it's a car wash, combing your hair like you're... <laughs> <laughs> an oil mogul or something. It's disgusting, Cena. But I had to do this you thing. You comb your dick? Stop it. He's got a pick in it right now. He's got, it's amazing. I condition. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little, a little, uh, little dick pick. That yeah. would be uh, pretty adorable. It's a Aww. big dick pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Massive, of course. It's a so, girthy one. So what did you do with your, your tiny penis with these people? I didn't do anything with my tiny penis. Uh, but um, it doesn't... I didn't do anything with my for tiny years. penis for the longest time. I still haven't used it yet. Yeah. I'm not trying to unveil it quite yet. 
Um, but I had to it's do this ready. thing. It's still cooking. Everyone, as if I was Frankenstein's monster, everyone circled me in the school, all these seniors and juniors. And, of course, I got razzed quite a bit because both of my older brothers are gay, so I got called a fag and all this stuff. Yeah. Because my middle brother, Chris, he was over in Milan modeling, which apparently immediately makes you gay. But then he also happened to be gay. So I was like, okay, guys, you're making valid points. Uh, he is gay, uh, not just because he's a model, but also because he, he loves balls. And uh, so um, – <laughs> So I had to do this thing called the dime drill, where you push a dime mm. across oh. a, around a toilet bowl yeah. with your nose. Mm. You know yeah. this, and this is uh, humiliating. You know, it's yeah. a real Sasha Gray experience. Well, you know what's great about that is like, how does that the dime drill? How does that spread across the country? I don't. Did how you know that, about the dime I drill? I know about the dime drill. Uh, this, it's, it's just obscene. like rotten people talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they tell stories like, "Oh, let's do the uh, dime drill thing that Jerry used to do to <laughs> yeah, 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 to Larry. It's always Jerry and Larry doing the dime drill. I mean, I, I felt like I went to school with Ashcroft or Dick Cheney or something. I mean, this is Guantanamo stuff. They wanted secrets and answers from me. But uh, everyone that did that, I look at their Facebook pages now. There's a fellow named Casey and uh, and uh, just some other Dan and. Uh, I guess I could give their last names, but there's no reason to even bother. They're all janitors. Their lives are terrible. They're all fat. They all, they're all married to disgusting people. They're going in they front all, of that train. They're all, they're all going in front of that train. And, you know, <laughs> honestly, actually, the obesity on the vast majority of the families that these people have had might be able to stop a train. And uh, so that that revenge to me is my favorite kind of revenge. Oh, people like that just fail cooker? at life. Mm-hmm. And you try to excel at life. And for the most part, we're doing fairly well. So yeah. sit back and watch them crumble. Just yeah. watch their lives be miserable. That's my favorite sense of revenge. That's my favorite feeling. Yeah. In the, I, I, I'll just look... As, as some guys go and look for a bikini pictures of ladies they want to bang um, on Facebook, I just look at old people that I knew in high school and just study their miserable lives. And really, none of them can spell. Well, when my, no. family came to, when my family came to America here, my brother, it was like around the hostage crisis by the time he was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and people really just, just looked at him in Pittsburgh, and they were like, you're a hostage taker, and my brother's in fifth grade. A hostage oh. taker? Uh, yeah, yeah. They thought he was like, you know, the Ronnie hostage crisis. Oh They're like, God. oh, this guy. He oh, is, right. He yeah, is yeah. a hostage taker, this one. And what was funny is that now my brother doesn't get excited about these things, but I do. And I'm like, have you ever looked at what those kids are like that made fun of you, bro? You're a plastic surgeon. Right. <laughs> and they are pumping gas, yeah. cum, whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, into other things. That's why he is that way. That's why he is a plastic surgeon. It's because yeah. people pushed him. My brother, is he's been to space. He wouldn't have gone to space. Real space, people. Benjamin Nelson, America. Yeah, Boom. He's also the first openly gay man in space. Boom. Boom. True facts. What, he, Benjamin Nelson? Benjamin Nelson. Wow. Yes. Yes. And he wouldn't have gotten there. Real American hero. Okay, America. If he wasn't living, he was living in Saudi as like a young gay boy. In Saudi in Arabia? Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Can you imagine? Great wow. gay scene there. Great gay yeah, scene. I love sure. it. Great gay scene. God damn. And he slashed. I bet when you do find it, though, it is pretty fucking It is bucket. Awesome. They are so <laughs> juiced to see you. They are so like, oh my God, my friend, you found us. Okay, How did you find God, us? God, another. You are, only, you are two out of 15,000 gay people that made it alive to the gay spot. Unbelievable. You yeah. never leave with your hairy dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they just you grow together. Stuck together. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh man, we found them before we found Al Qaeda. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they're all lumped oh, together like a large critter like- ball with their. <laughs> when Iranian men have sex, it's like old people tying their shoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Some> similar noise. <laughs> 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 that's when you know. That, that was the thing. That's when I knew I had to lose. I, I, that's when I knew I had to lose weight when I could no longer tie my shoes. Oh and my I sounded God. much like an Iranian fellow having sex. I'm sure. Oh, I can't tie my shoes. They can get difficult. Yeah, they can, especially when you can't reach them over your big belly. But anyway, so Ben Nelson went to space. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been to space. How many but times have you been to space? He's been like two, two, maybe three times. That's amazing. I know two times for a Does he? Does he? Did he have a rough time growing up? Fucking rough. My brothers made fun of him. He, uh, one of the teachers, like touched him inappropriately, oh. and like nobody kind of believed him. And then he ran away to Spain, and then came back, and then slashed the tire of a oh, prince. Man. I thought you were gonna say space, but you said Spain. Space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he ran away to space. Eventually did, yeah. Like pretty young. Wait, so did he feel like when he went to space, did he was like fuck, fuck he was the like, people, fuck all of you, people. really? Yeah, that's great. Space. 
it's literally the coolest thing a human can do. It really yeah. is go to outer space. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's kind Trump's of ironic. Anything. Though. It is kind of ironic because they probably were just like, "You should go to space, weirdo." Like they probably <laughs> don't mind that he's off Earth. Gay people belong on Mars. Yeah, you're like a weird alien type, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> get up there and butt fuck. Yeah. <laughs> do you think they can get their dicks in there in space? Well, you know, I was just wondering. Did you ever ask him about that? Because I did have the thought, like, what is the penis in space? I mean, I feel like it's always tilting up. But it's not hard. Yeah. Someone has to have been fucked in space. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. It has to have happened. I mean, it's too like you gotta like you're just that's sitting there science. with a woman. You're just like, I well, you know, let's uh, we got to right? Yeah, yeah. that's science. Just you have to record it. You probably have to do it like upwards of ten to fifty times to get a good sample size mm. to actually understand what sex is like. That's a in fucking space. porno I'd pay money for. Oh, I would come like blurred in the air. Oh, like, that'd be well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> God. And what a what a confusing thing that is for semen. To be like, where are we? You know, like, <laughs> what am I looking for again? They end up taking over the control panels. You end oh. up on the moon. Ah, oh, here we go, guys! I see a yeah. flashing red light. Exactly. Let's, go, let's hit it. That's the moon. Let's, let's get to that. That's the egg we got to get to. <laughs> God, it's so far. Such a long process. Yeah, if you, I mean, you couldn't come on somebody but, else. It would just hit you right in the face. Oh, yeah. One of the things when I was thinking about revenge, though, guys, is that revenge is. is is this thing that we do that can make us happy, mm-hmm. but it can also not really make us yeah, happy. Yeah, it can ruin you. It can also be the negative part of yeah. dealing with a certain thing. Straight up sends your ass to prison. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It well, turns you into that, the person you hate. Exactly ultimately. right. Yes. As a matter of fact, that's funny. I was just on the train and I was reading a uh, an article in the New York Post because I was very tired and I didn't true? want to read anything smart. No, you and, only read that. No, and occasionally <laughs> I read the Times and the Daily News. Ooh. Um, <laughs> which is still a net daily, negative. And the Daily Cost. Which is still a net negative, and, by uh, the way, Huffington of your Post. news reading. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, but that was the uh, situation at a barber shop. A guy uh, gave him uh, a guy gave his uh, his barber his headphones. He came back to collect the fifty dollars that he was promised. Guy didn't give him the fifty dollars, nor did he give him the headphones. A scuffle uh, goes down. The uh, the barber ends up shanking him a whole bunch of times uh, in the stomach with a pair of scissors, and the guy died. And that's a very stupid form of revenge. Yes. That Absolutely. A, yeah, that's not well thought out. No. You know? And the best way to think it out is to just be comfortable with yourself, sit back, relax, like we were saying earlier, and yeah. watch that person destroy themselves. Well, that's the Take thing. Take the I, time or wait till they're at their lowest, and that's when you strike. Yeah. Or wait until he's been listening to the Beats by Dre headphones that he stole from you for too long, and he's going yeah. deaf. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could work as well. I've told this to a lot of people that have, like, office difficulties and stuff where they're like, oh, this guy is terrible to me. And it's just like, you just said exactly what you said, Amber. It's like, you got to just sit back and wait for that guy to burn his own bridge because he's mm-hmm. going to burn everything around him. Whatever that that poison that that person has is just going to destroy everything about him and everything around him as well. So yeah. you just got to be patient and wait for that person to just implode. Yeah. I mean, unless, of course, they're very successful and very smart and then they end up winning. So you also have to you mean do like something. Well, those, like the Weinstein too, Company. Yeah. Well, that's when like you get your little tiny revenges. Like, I yeah. used to work uh, as the mail guy over uh, for the Daily Beast. You know the Daily Beast, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. news website. And the woman who runs the Daily Beast, I can't remember what her name is. Can you look it up for me, Cena? That yeah. is, um, uh, um, I think it's Walsh. Walsh Pippi I had yeah. the, I had to deal with her directly multiple times, and she was just such a cunt to me. Oh. So horrible. And this one time, she was on the, the elevator with me, and I just, perfect, deadliest silent fart. Oh, that's Just, ideal. Like, there, was like, there was like four other people that had to go down with the ship, but man. Tina Brown? Yep, that's the Tina bitch. Tina Brown. Tina Brown. Oh, you yeah, farted? I got her, man. I got her hard. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, Walsh's salon. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, the, the fart's a perfect form of <laughs> revenge. You, you SBD Tina oh, Brown? Yeah, it was nice. amazing. It was amazing. Was got she, it so good. She was a bad lady. She's a horrible person. Yeah. Horrible. They like, call him like, these chairs look weird. Uh, he was like, what, what, what does that even mean? What do you want me to fucking do? Well, you know, that reminds me of a story. When I, I was doing this thing for AOL, and I uh, was talking to this guy who used to work at uh, Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. And uh, he tweeted at uh, Keith Oberman. And, you know, Keith Oberman, he's a notorious uh, hothead. He's a total douchebag. Mm-hmm. And he just tweeted at him because Keith Oberman said that everyone, anyone that ever went to Penn State should be arrested on uh, pedophilia charges. This was during the Sandusky what? thing. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah, just being, being the funny guy that he is. He I should have it. a podcast. He should. That's exactly <laughs> where he belongs. I think he's doing uh, Major League Baseball coverage at midnight yeah. now. ESPN 8 or something. He so. was great on SportsCenter. He was great when you didn't have to have an opinion about anything that mattered. <laughs> exactly right. Um, he was awesome. 
But uh, so Oberman told Ariana, so this guy tweeted it, uh, Oberman like, that's retarded, you're an asshole. And Oberman told Ariana Huffington about it, found out, uh, because he found out that, she, that he worked for the Huffington Post, she fired him. Whoa! She fired this guy over a tweet uh, to Keith Oberman. Uh, so that, I mean, the one nice thing about having power, you really get to be on point with your revenge game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like part of the point of of getting into power is to just be so able to make people crumble. There's yeah. so many times in my that's life where I was just like, once I make it, yeah, I'm coming after you. I was yeah. so in Mike, Michael Jordan's acceptance speech. I just uh, late, uh, we oh. were just doing this thing with uh, on Chris Laker's show uh, yesterday. Was talking about this. It's the greatest acceptance uh, acceptance speech yep. of all time. What's he say? All he does is talk about the people that he has hated pretty much since seventh grade on. I mean, he mentions Jerry Krause. He mentions these old rivalries that everyone has forgotten about except for Michael Jordan. <laughs> and, but at the same time, he is a delusional lunatic. Yeah, who, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if he's delusional. I think well, if Michael thinks he's the best, he's probably right about but that. But that's he's why he's Michael the Jordan. Best. Here's yeah. the thing. Being the best is a, a, a function of time. Yeah. You're only the best at a certain point in time, and then you you become old. Kind of work right? harder. Yeah. And there's already guys that have surpassed him there physically, and in the numbers, people are going to be surpassing him and uh. stuff like that very soon. Sure. But that's the thing. His acceptance speech was just like, I've invited the coach that rejected me from... It was right? great. Which coach was that? Was that uh, the first... Was the high baseball? school coach? The high school coach or something that was yeah. just like, he didn't let me play, but I wanted to invite him here to see me, and now here is my penis, and he's going to give me fellatio. Just suck it in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. My God. And ESPN had to go to a commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, naturally. Naturally. Get out of there. Go now, now. It is good seeing people get what they deserve in the and, end. Yeah. I, I don't have, know if people necessarily do, though. I, sometimes they don't, and that really fucking sucks. Um, yeah. But no, I find over the long run they do. Like, here's an example. Maybe like 10 years ago, I did a film with this guy that was a piece of fuck. Yeah. He would like snap at the crew. Like, oh, yeah. Like, literally snap Like, them. snap at them to, like, boss them around, with, with give them fingers. orders. With his fingers. With his fingers. And we just, like, he invested a lot of money, his own personal money in the film, so he could be a producer, so he could help get actors fired that outshined him. Like he, so yeah. he was like director, producer, actor. Yes. And he fired people who did better than him. Yes. Good. Uh, total Show shit business. Film. Yeah, yeah. Not to brag, but I got fired. And, uh, <laughs> Tell us why. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a well, long story. Also, the director tried to sleep with me. He brought me to a Motel 6, oh. ordered pizza, said, let's do improvs on the bed. I was like, I'm uncomfortable. Don't want to do that. Uh, threatened me. And then he was like, you're fat. And then laughed. The pizza came. I ate it. <laughs> I was going to say, when did the pizza come? Did you get a free slice? Yeah, Good after job. he called me fat and slammed the door, I got the whole pizza. Did but you have to yeah, pay for the pizza? No, he paid for the pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah free pizza. Um, Our girl's smart. She's a smart brighter one. Brighter side, brighter side, you know? Did yeah. you stay overnight in the hotel room? I stayed by myself. He like he was like, turn off all the lights. I have people like watching you. It was totally fucking weird. Anyways, it was yeah. bad, bad, bad. And this other actor, blonde guy, snapping people around. They were buddy buddies, right? Uh, so I saw him recently on the subway. What's this fellow's name? I forget. What's his, his first name. and last name and, and, and his social most recent address? Yeah. What address. he like? So I never work with him again. But you shall never hear of him because he said, "Oh, I." And he looks so bummed. And he's like, "Amber, how are you?" And I was like, "I'm great." I was like having a great day. That Wait, day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. But he saw you on the subway. You guys saw, you, and then you engaged in a conversation. Yeah. Like wow, it. that's a huge thing. I that know. But, but he had like a sadness in his eyes, and he was like, he just said, "Oh, I invested all of my money in that movie. <laughs> my whole life savings, <laughs> and now I'm 40, and I'm a." Waiter again, and I don't know how to get out. So basically, ah. he's living the life that Casey Affleck would have lived if that, uh, if the Joaquin Phoenix movie. What is the yeah, uh, yeah. man? Uh, he was real fucking close to that. He happening. was, but Affleck happens they to got, be a very yeah. good last name to yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is extremely talented, so he would definitely work. But yeah, you know, he lost a shit ton of money on that. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Uh, so uh, let's hear some good revenge stories. Uh, anyone here? I know uh, Cena's got a hell of a revenge story from when you were out in L.A. I do, oh. I do. I'm just looking up that Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, uh, movie right I now. Well, before quick, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a real quick 
and there's this guy that was super annoying, and he was going to make a batch of brownies for class the next day in college. And he, I cut off my pubes. I put them in the brownie batter. Didn't tell him. Get the fuck And he out. baked all the brownies, but I told everybody else in class, like, I put my pubes in there. Don't eat it, but don't tell him why. And he, <laughs> he passed out the brownies, and nobody would take one. <laughs> And that's it? <laughs> All of that? Did well, he why did you want? do it? What's the he revenge? What did he do to you? Because he ate Oh, well, he ate them and felt super bad. He's just this dude that like... That's not even friends. That's you just being me. That's pretty <laughs> funny, <laughs> though. That is a, that is a funny joke. You deserve to get it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Oh, did it come out? <laughs> so what did this fella do to you that uh, forced you to cut off your pubic hair and put it all over the brownies you wanted to give to the class? Because this seems like a nice gesture to do for a class. Yeah, yeah, this guy's just like, I want to make brownies. Doesn't seem like... No, 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 not on my watch. Yeah. I'm going to get you back. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. shave off all my pubes at school. Did you want Hell. him to make cookies for the class? Or? I, I feel like this podcast, we need to replace you with him just for like four minutes. And I just want to hear... And then she cut off her pubic hair and I ate all the brownies. No one else Did ate the brownies. Did he ever find out about it? Yeah, later. When? I told him. You told him? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That's so fucking evil. <laughs> that led to a bizarre sexual fetish. You guys, I should have explained his personality before I got into the story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's editing, it's self-editing. Um, but yeah, he's like a kind of guy, he made the brownies just to be like, you eat them and tell them how good of a cook I am. And he would always come in the kitchen and be like, what are you doing? Uh, like kind of Did you guys live you. together? Uh, for a little bit, yeah. And he was, uh, he added, he oh, he also has like a a band on his stomach. Okay. And he and he would uh, and he would eat and throw up, and then at night he would scream. Like a band like a, like a lap band, I believe yeah. they're called. Really? Yeah. I feel bad saying this. I hope it isn't like. Humorous. Yeah, I feel like this guy had really has like some self doubt issues and some he, body dysmorphia, I, and uh, we don't have to say his name. Perhaps yeah. some obesity problems, and then you just put a bunch of pubic hair in his oh brownies. Oh my god. I I wish I could describe him better, but he was just he was like a douche. A, he was mean. He was just mean to people, yeah. and it was because he had all those problems going on with himself that I didn't realize at the time. Right, mm-hmm. you know. But he was just a very mean guy, and I was like, Fuck it me. is a vicious cycle, though. I'm sure he was kind of mean and bitter because everyone puts pubes in his brownies. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm sure that was not the first time someone's completely oh, uh, screwed yeah, him over. He definitely didn't make him a better person. <laughs> no, I like what yeah. you did, though. I think yeah. that's very, very funny. It's really funny. funny. Yeah, I no. feel so bad, and I hope you know if. You're listening, and you know who you are. You know I like you. I, I'm sorry. Do you? Yeah, I do. Doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> I don't know. I would have eaten him though. That's not so bad. It's kind of hot, really. I guess that's a stretch. Eating like, no, eating hair is never hot. No matter yeah. how gorgeous a woman is, if her hair is in my mouth, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, I don't know. What do I know? But I would. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. So he might yeah. want to seek revenge against you. Maybe. And I feel the same way. Some, you know, I've done some things. There was a girl. Her name was. Uh, well, her last name was Runyon. And uh, <laughs> man, I made fun of her. And uh, it wasn't even necessarily funny in high school. But I was like, her. I think her name was Kyle Runyon. And I would be like, oh, Kyle Runyon in front of a bus, you know, things like that, because you're so monstrous uh, and, and whatnot. She ended up leaving the school, I think. Uh, maybe she was a cutter or something. Because of you? Nah, it wasn't very nice to her. So, you know, everyone makes those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. we all do. I yeah. mean, yeah. So are you prepared for the revenge that this young man could oh, I'm, possibly... Oh, I'm going to get killed someday. Okay. I don't know by whom. All right. There's a million suspects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> the I think you say that for going. any of us except for Cena. <laughs> no, come on. I, I, Cena's got some enemies. I've got some enemies. Ben knows. Ben, Ben's known me long enough to know that oh, I've, yeah. I've built some enemies over the years, uh, especially one. Yeah. His Who's name's Tom, Tom Arnold. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Dun, Tom, dun, dun. Tom. What happened to? Neil I have, Tom I have surpassed any sort of like. Uh, Man, statue. by the way, I haven't heard Tom Arnold's name mentioned out loud. Yeah. In, uh, Since the great Tom Arnold scare in 94. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's about right. He was so funny, though, in True Lies. He was great. I he was good in True Lies. I continuously love True Lies because of Tom Arnold. Yeah. And this it's is why. That he slept his way to the top in Hollywood by banging Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Not bad. They got well, married, right? They got oh, married. Oh, yeah. They yeah. got oh, married. They oh. met on a Coke binge. And they stole um, the uh, comedy uh, a comedy club owner's car and then went oh, uh, to Coke for three days. Oh, my God. It's yeah. kind of romantic. Yeah. yeah. I bet they're just yelling at each other and fucking. Like, that's their relationship. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. I fuck you. I fuck oh, me. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know, when it was good, I bet it was great. 
Yeah. I'm sure it was. <laughs> they were both fairly heavy set, though. And if, uh, you know, yeah. as, a, as a former very fatty uh, who has had sex with some relatively robust women, um, I know uh, the, uh, the you got to do doggy style. It's the only way to go about it. Mm. Doggy style, they got to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Rose Amber is flexible. No, I agree. No. Unless it's what's for dinner. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. Don't worry. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, Tom Arnold, I was on a film set uh, in 2008. I was helping my buddy uh, produce a film. Yeah. And I was really excited because I'd never met Tom Arnold before, and there were other actors on the on the film, but, uh, you know, including the Fonz, Henry Winkler. That's who, great. Who I found out. Is just like an old Jewish grandfather. Yeah. The cutest man you've ever met. You just want to hug him. Yeah. yeah. The first time I had a conversation with him was like two seconds. It was like, hi, I'm like, I'm Cena. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. You. You're a funny guy, huh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, I do this. I'm trying to help out here. Okay. Same conversation I had. He saw me in flip-flops. He started shrieking at me. He was like, what are you doing in those flip-flops? It's 45 degrees. Get some socks on. What are you doing? That's great. People and get I, pissed off when you wear flip-flops. And man. Henry Winkler turned into, like, my Jewish fucking grandfather all of a yeah. sudden. I'm not even Jewish. It's, like, unbelievable. It I, I agree, as I've never disagreed with the Winkler. I can still say I never disagreed with him because 45-degree weather and flip-flops, Cena. What are you doing? Yeah. It's it was L.A. LA. It was it's, L.A. It's too oh, cold. Your toes ah. need scarves. Around yeah, them. they do. Toe scarves. So Tom it. Arnold was on this shoot, uh, was on this film as well, and he he continuously showed up late. And in the movie business, that's like a lot of money. If you show yeah. up a couple hours late, everyone's gonna sit around. Couple and hours. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Everyone's just literally waiting, waiting for Tom Arnold of all people. Yeah, and so we knew that he was sober. Well, what's funny about that is that we had to sign some sort of prescription adherence thing where it was just like, okay, he's allowed to take these X number of drugs uh, uh, because he's in pain. So he's ta- he's on One he's bandit. on painkillers yeah. because he's prescribed them by a doctor, mm. which is really hilarious. So I'm wondering, like, oh, Tom Arnold's kind of like slurring his words. He's like, all right, here we go. It's ready to go do the thing, and it's ready to let's do the lines. Right. Oh. And I'm like, wow, that's weird. And I'm like, how does he keep it together? And I'm realizing, oh, my God, he just slams Mountain Dews and Diet Cokes this whole time. Yeah. So at one point, he starts shooting, right? He looks at the girl next to him, which is the lead in the film, and goes, uh, are, you my, are you my limo driver? Limo driver, fuck, motherfucker! You lost your goddamn mind. Yeah, this is like a twenty-year-old hottie that you're fucking talking to right now. Was he joking or probably not? Maybe. I, you know, that's the problem with guys that are like this. You can, can never tell. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure if she was like, "I wanted to fuck you," he wouldn't be like, "No, it's just a joke." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like a fucking shit show. So, yeah. an, oh, like a few days later, the director's wife and family are at set. And he's like, hey, uh, go, where's the director? Tell that. Where's the Hey, faggot director, get me another get me another Mountain Dew. He's and, drinking Mountain Dews. And he's calling the director a faggot. And we're all just, just everyone's standing Mortified. in silence. Yeah. And here's the other thing. No one's saying that he's not. And that's, right, <laughs> that, right. that was the thing that really fucked me up. I was just like, oh, why? No. Is no one saying the dude's, uh, you know, that's incorrect? Uh, no? Okay, that's fine. We're just gonna, I'm just going to move on. I'm not on the credits. I'm just going to keep moving. Yeah. So then he we do a beach scene, and he finds out that he's not getting paid as much money as the lead actor or whatever. And he drives. He grabs a golf cart that's on the beach. And drives offset. What? Now, what's funny about this is that he <laughs> drove off in a in He's a going huff, five miles an hour in a huff. But but, but the golf cart was for Henry Winkler, who is old and needed a golf cart to be oh transported my. to set. Oh man! And even better than that, he didn't drive to the beach. He had to come back to set with the <laughs> golf cart yeah. to say someone needs to drive me to my car. Oh, man. I mean, you can't go that far with a golf cart. I mean, you're not an old-timey country singer or something. Exactly right. So he came back. It's so embarrassing. So, like, my buddy who's financing the film picked him up on this day uh, of his last day. We were wrapping him that day. And he made my buddy wait, like, over an hour for him outside his house. Mm -hmm. It's fucking terrible. 
So your friend's just sitting in the car. Sitting in the car for over an hour. For Tom Arnold. So they rap him, and most of the time people are like, oh, great, great, great rap, great rap, we loved you, thank you. No, it was like dead silence when yeah. he rapped. <laughs> like Did he dead... nail the role? Was he on fire, though? He played a self-help group, like, sobriety guy. Okay. Yeah. So, like, kind of... Was he good? He was good, probably. He was kind I don't know of about good. Pro- I mean, he's not the that slurring, good. Yeah. He was on a lot of pain. I listen. Unfortunately, I know painkillers, and yeah. I know what happens to people when they're on them. Yeah. They can't talk appropriately. No, right. man. And they can't talk succinctly, which is sort of what you have to do as an actor. Yes, right? unique talk. New York seashells, seashells by the seashore. Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I had to when I had my hernia surgery. I had, got real into painkillers. Yeah, and I had to. It was I was not funny for like. Five months. I remember my brother came into your uh, hospital room and was just like, hey, Ed, you got to cool it on the button. I mean, you're going to give me a button. <laughs> yeah, hit the yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit the I'm going to hit yeah. it for every moment. If every 15 minutes I'm allowed to hit it, guess what's going to happen on the second? I'm going <laughs> to hit the button. Oh, my you got to hit the button. What am I ever going to have a fucking morphine needle in my arm again? <laughs> my brother I'm was hitting like. hitting the button. This is why I would be a terrible president. <laughs> terrible president with the button. My brother was like, the nurses thought Ed was really funny, but he just hit, kept hitting the button. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's cracking everyone up. So, so anyway, so fucking Tom Rollins, like, this whole to, uh, to-do, and my buddy who's fancy, the film goes to me, hey, he goes, hey, would you mind driving Tom Arnold home? I was like, I would love to, because I still was like, I want to talk to him about stand-up. I want to find out how we got started, besides just sleeping with Roseanne. So right, we're in the right. car, and he's like doing like the, you know, like the punching on the on the keys on his phone. He's that does not listen to me at all. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I should screw out the window and think. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work. He's not going to pay attention to me at all. And so I get to his house in Westwood, and he kind of looks at me, and I, I get out of the car, and I was like, hey, yeah, Tom, uh, here you go, buddy. Uh, I'm probably going to hit some In and Out Burger or something on the way back because there's a lot of traffic. And he's like, oh, oh. hey, uh, hey, Frank. And I, I turn around because I'm looking for a Frank. Yeah. yeah. He, he's talking to me. <laughs> Frank is a good name for you, though. I Thank can actually you. see you as yeah, a yeah, friend. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. guys. Thank yeah. you. Did you, did you think about changing it? Should I? <laughs> yeah, Frank is a good, like, under uh, undercover uh, detective name or, you know, yeah. maybe, like, working for the FBI kind this of thing. This is my friend Frank John. Yeah. yeah. John. So, <laughs> not bad. He goes, uh, do you mind getting me a double-double and a chocolate milkshake? And I was like, in my head, I was like, just kick him in the balls and fucking just run. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have remembered if he just left. Yeah, take that money. But you know me, I look on the brighter side. I'm like, oh, sure, buddy. Yeah. I grab, he gives me a 20. Yeah. He goes, give me a double-double and a chocolate milkshake. So I go to In-N-Out Burger, and on my way there, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to spit in this guy's food. That's it. I'm going to spit in his fucking Classic, food. yeah. yeah right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I realized, like, oh, no, I was raised better than that. My my parents came here from Iran. They escaped a revolution. Sure. My mother says things like, you know, I will not eat for two days so you can eat for one day. My father's like, do you want my pants? I give you my pants. Yeah. It's yeah. like these are the types of sacrifices my family has made. Yeah. And then I thought, well, what if I just dip my balls in Tom Arnold's chocolate shake? That's not see, bad. See, the thing is, once you think of it, you can't not do it. Exactly. If you would have right. not thought of it, yeah, it's one thing. But you thought of it, and it's just like, well, now I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. And yeah. the ball dip, I mean, dare I say, it's more courteous than cutting off your pubic hair and putting them in Tom Arnold's shake. Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. one so problem. then I'm, I'm in the line, the drive through line with my balls out, with the sweater covering them. I grab his suit. I put his 20 back in the bag. I get to the first traffic light that I see. I'm the first one in line at the traffic light, so people are crossing in front of me. I dip my balls in this what I would later find out was a very cold chocolate it's a milkshake. milkshake. Yes. They're all yeah. cold. It's made out of ice. Yes. Never been a hot one. Yeah, I, what are you? No, of course it was cold. Tragic mistake for me. Yeah. I don't think my balls have ever recovered. Whenever it gets cold, they start getting a little nervous. Yeah, oh, they're man. like, is Tom Arnold around? Has he been mean to you lately, <laughs> Cena? Why is it cold? It's good for you, though. Cold milk on your balls could be very... I think you should be doing it more often. Oh, well, I'm sure he's got very smooth nuts. It's like a Russian bath, you know? <laughs> exactly. So then the I, exact opposite. I, go, <laughs> I wipe myself up, which is like kind of equivalent to like when you watch some like really weird, nasty porn, and you're like, you got finished like jerking yeah. off. You're like, oh, yeah. man, what did I just do? Like, right. Right. Like, I'm cleaning up. And stuff, and I call him. I'm like, "Oh, here you go, Tom. Here's your foodie." He's like, 
Well, Frank, if you ever uh, if you ever need any help with your stand-up routine, uh, I'd be happy to help out. <laughs> Start sucking down that fucking milkshake. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the irony is he gave you a lot of help with your stand-up routine. I mean, he you did. told that story for years. Yeah, yeah, years, years. <laughs> Not yeah. just that. I mean, uh, he uh, was, at the end, he was actually being nice. He offered to, like, Which is you. weird. I don't know how that I happened. Mean, I mean, sort he was really, of. I don't think he remembers anything he He said. also was being nice to Frank. He wasn't being nice to me. <laughs> if you had called him later, would you have been like, hey, it's... um. Frank, uh, can you... Uh- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would have to, yeah. What if I just said, oh, that's such a great... I should have done that. Get me into the laugh factory. <laughs> it's just bizarre. He was so hungry. I feel like painkillers uh, kind of numb the, uh, numb the hunger I'll pains, tell you what, though. They? When I went back to set, and I told some people about it, I told one of my buddies about it when I was going back, to, and like when I got back, it was like Caesar came home from like a conquest in Egypt. Caesar came home from a conquest <laughs> in Egypt. Yeah. The director's wife, who was there when, she, when her husband got called a fag came to me with her child in her arms and goes thank you for restoring the honor of my family oh my God. that's great <laughs> so, so people were very a happy good positive a net positive revenge yeah. story is what i see though. one day tom yeah. arnold you've told this story so many times one day tom arnold's gonna find out about this and he's gonna confront you i hope yeah. so and then he's gonna try to get his fucking revenge on I'll you i'll finally get some fucking stage gonna... time if he does it's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> What did, revenge did, could Tom Arnold possibly do to me? I don't know. Wag uh, his fat finger at you. He might yeah. just straight up beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's so hopped up on lewds and whatnot. I don't think it's possible. And uh, as a man who has fought Cena many yeah. times, Cena does a thing called small joint manipulation, yeah, uh, which yeah, is technically yeah. outlawed by Dana White uh, and the UFC, but Cena still does it because he's a pesky You're 6'7", I'm 5'8 and a half. Yeah, you're lucky he doesn't yeah. try to rip your ears off and your lips. Oh, it's close. For like those small people out there that are fighting, that are getting picked on by people at school, that are getting pushed by the way, I don't. We friends. don't start these Run fights because I do something. You yeah. always say something super mean to me, and then I then I have to slam you around a couple of uh, I don't know. I feel minutes. like you start the fights sometimes. Yeah, that's sometimes. Up, that's, up yeah, that's true. We start the fights because the fight's already been started inside of us, you know? Just, yeah, that's right. If you're small <laughs> enough, grab the index finger and grab the middle finger. Don't teach him this. And no. pull this is apart. Good. No, fuck this. Yeah, give him the old Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, and yep. if someone pulls apart and you're big and they pull apart, you got another hand. Just hit him in the fucking face. And that's what you happens. Can. You just got to yeah. accept it. But you pull quick and you pull hard. Pull quick. fingers. I picture like a huge person like beating their fists on me. And I'm like, hold your fingers still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get in there. Cena's very wily with that. Very, very wily for sure. If you're fighting Cena, just attack. <laughs> yeah. But Amber, I want to hear yeah. about some revenge stuff from I you. I want to hear about the reaction from the fella after you told him you know, uh, that you put your pubes all up in his brownies. Yeah. Do you know what was I he just, upset? I think it was, you know what I just realized? Like, I'm friends with this guy, and I realized, like, oh, that was a, a, a bad thing I did. You know? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he, he, he remained uh, friends with you. Yeah, yeah. I forget why. Like, I remember him being annoying at the time. We're friends now, but I was just like, fuck this guy and like put my pubes in his thing then told right. everybody don't yeah. eat it and then you told him and then I told him to his face he was like ah and then he he did his hands in the air like he's like uh, like a fire like a like a like a Victorian lady in a fire did you tell him in front of everybody I forget when I told Those him. Those brownies were filled with my pubic hair. My pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a big reveal. It's a soylent green uh, reveal. I got you. <laughs> And then you just walk around and just try to talk to people afterwards. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. well, what, I mean, his reaction must have been like, I just wanted to make brownies for the class. And then you put uh, yeah. your pubic hair in them. I don't know, man. We all do weird shit. I like yeah. old school pranks as revenge. Uh, yeah. One time this guy, oh, yeah. uh, I worked with this shitty, uh, this shitty kid and he uh, hit me in the nuts. You just, like, as and a, you have big balls, That's like a dickhead thing to do, yeah. you know, like when dudes just like punch each other's nuts. And he'd force you to play the nut punching game. He Ooh, was just a this. fucking cocksucker. Yeah. And uh, and I uh, I remember I got him with the old bucket over the door. Classic. No, the bucket over the door. Oh, yeah, nice. the water. oh man, but the thing Vaudevillian, is. Vaudevillian. Yeah. You can't and, help uh, but laugh if that happens to you. Yeah, yeah you can put the bucket in the water. Kind of heavy. He got hit pretty hard. <gasps> oh, yeah, he's that is dead a good now? point. No, he's uh, alive. He's alive. He uh, might be dead because of drugs. Like a ten, but I don't like really a, know about. Did he use like a ten gallon like cement type bucket or? No, I use uh yeah uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, the bucket that's gonna hurt. 
Yeah, 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 that's yeah. definitely going to hurt. But I don't think that that's bad uh, that's whatsoever. It's a good joke. It's, it's vaudevillian. It's I like funny. the classics. Yeah, yeah so it's very Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton. Peel? What yeah. I want to know is what what do we all feel in general about revenge? Is it a good thing or does it end up fucking, fucking you up? I think it's a great thing. I think anyone who commits a crime through revenge should get a reduced sentence because revenge draw them to it. You know, they, well, they most should... crimes are uh, crimes of revenge. They yeah. call them passion. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I say reduced sentence for all revenge. I love revenge. Well, I mean, Gandhi. What Gandhi? Uh, Gandhi's famous quote: "An eye for an eye makes the world blind." You know, and he yeah. got shot. Yeah, or whatever. He got dragged in the streets. And how did Gandhi get killed? <laughs> he I don't know. Got burned alive by a bunch of dogs. <laughs> they just had torches coming out of their mouths and then burned him. Could be. Could be. Well, before the Occupy Wall Street movement, uh, this was back in the '90s when I was real young. Um, we were quite against the 1%, so we would go to wealthy neighborhoods in Wisconsin, in the town that I grew up in, and we used to take dumps on cars. Fuck yeah. And yeah. Uh, things like the nicest cars we could see, things like that, very bad stuff. But that was our sort of revenge against mm. I don't even know what, theoretically, people who had everything and we had nothing. Yeah. And, uh, but one of our fun things that we did was uh, we took a bunch of mailboxes from one street and uh, we just moved every mailbox one house down, and then we had to that's throw fun. away one mailbox. Um, you know, but that'll just—that's just a victim there. It's By the way, Gandhi was assassinated with a gun. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, anyway. yeah. Um, it's it, gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna bandage it. Start preaching peace. He wouldn't have been assassinated if the uh, guy with the gun was blind. You know, <laughs> so maybe he was maybe he was preaching wrong. Maybe he was preaching wrong. I Save don't that know. for your bits for yeah. on stage. You should think. Um, oh, the bits about oh the the people wealthier than you, like getting back into them. I used to go to the golf course. Golf course. Oh, I had a terrible experience at a golf course. Oh yeah, yeah? did you get raped? No, 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 no. Chip the greens. I had to pay. Uh, uh, yeah. I had to pay. What was it? A five thousand dollar fine? Five hundred dollar fine? It's a big fine. And then I had to go get a job at Wendy's the whole summer, and it was a nightmare. That's a very like. Oh, were you sixteen? Yeah. It was How 15. long does it yeah. take you to pay 16. off five grand at Wendy's How about in a what? summer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Wait, what is chipping the greens? I took a five iron to the greens because yeah. I wanted to hit my friend Charlie with the ball, but then I didn't hit the ball, and I hit the greens, and there's a big divot, and then everyone was very. What's about the putting green? This is yeah weird. the putting green. They're yeah. charging a sixteen year old kid. Had that much money? Fuck you. Well, he yeah. wanted me to go and work for free at like seven in the morning for like four or five or eight weeks or something. That was no. not happening. Um, but I got a job at uh. Wendy's, and I'll tell you, don't eat the Wendy's chili because I learned when I worked at Wendy's that's two day old beef. Yeah. Two day old beef. I eat much older beef in my own home. <laughs> yeah. Two day yeah. old beef's not that bad. It's Wendy's beef. Yeah. Not good. Not well, good. Well, it never ages. It's like an old plastic lady. Yeah. Um, oh, but I used to put my tampons by the water coolers and like peek uh, in the back and watch people with their golf carts ride up and then speed away real quick. Mm-hmm. I used to because think that they, was, didn't, they were scared of the tampons. I don't know. I used to think that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's I used funny, to just yeah. pull out my tampon and put it right. Oh, by the a water bloody cooler. tampon. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah. Hot stuff. Hot stuff, actually. I like that. Amber, what, this whole show has been you saying, saying things that you've done to people. None of it has been revenge. None of it is. Not bad, though. That... Revenge is when you like do something funny and stupid to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I not know what revenge was? I don't even. Yeah, I, I feel like you've really just tormented innocent victims. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I one like of it. these yeah. victims is going to burst through the door right now yeah. and like teabag you. Right? Oh, that's fine. I deserve it. That's fine. You'll you know get yours. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's, yeah. I guess, part of revenge is being okay with receiving it as well, not just giving it, but receiving yeah. it. I think Absolutely. That's- it's like when an old man gets killed by uh, the, some guy he murdered son. You know, like <laughs> years later. I used to do the weather. The Godfather, too, when he sticks him, he drags it all the way up to his chest. That's some good hate. <laughs> that's some good. That's what's my favorite kind of revenge. Just he killed my father. I'm coming to get your revenge. I'm going to go get you. 20 years of <laughs> yeah. just thinking about it. That's the best revenge. I I feel like the Princess Bride uh, has one of the greatest situations of a uh, revenge. You oh, know, you killed my father. You killed my father, and I'm going to kill Prepare you. To you Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Outlaw Josie Wales. They kill Josie's family. He That's waits years, comes and gets him. Kills the whole fucking army. Well, Absolutely. you know, in, the movie in, Sleepers is another good example of uh, revenge as far as a movie goes. In high school, I used to do the weather. And this guy that was running it, this other classmate of mine, Denny Lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on Facebook. I hope he listens to the podcast. 
but I made him cry because I yelled at him really badly when he kind of screwed up the maps. On the weather <laughs> maps? You piece of fuck! I fucking, I made him cry. I felt super, well, super bad. the maps, though. Yeah, yeah, maps yeah, yeah are so yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. to the weather. The whole thing is just shown on the map. You know me, Kissel. I'm a bit of a hothead. I think yeah. I kind of... I think I I don't cause and effect, my friend. Yeah, the weather yeah, yeah, map, without, the we- without the map, there is no weather map. Well, I think I'm, gonna, I think I'm, gonna, I'm due for some revenge from him, if he's willing to give it. Fuck what that! That was immediate about? revenge from you to him. He messed up the map. You <laughs> fuck up my maps, I'm gonna scream at you and make you cry. You don't mess up the map in a weather situation. I'm sorry. That's Everyone, the, the world deserves to know the weather, and because of you, they don't know the weather. <laughs> now on to fashion with Carol. <laughs> Yeah, you don't got to apologize to that guy whatsoever. He uh, he messed up a very important thing for the weather. You know? Fuck so him. That's fine. Yeah, Do your good. job right, you piece of shit. Don't you yeah. see where the arrows are pointing? I'm Come sorry, on. Denny. <laughs> Fuck him. Don't be, don't be upset with him. All right. Well, with Denny, we're going to get out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Revenge is a, best, is a dish best served cold. Mm. You know, that reminds me of a story. Do you want to well, tell, okay. tell, tell it in three sentences? Three sentences. I hosted the Fleshbot Awards. I presented an award to China from the WWE yeah. for the best mainstream to porn award. That's a yeah. long second sentence. Third <laughs> sentence. That was one sentence, technically. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I, put a, I, I put a comma in there. I didn't see and really a semicolon. Whatever. Um, and uh, <laughs> so she received the award, which was a huge silver dildo. And this is right after she got fired from the WWE for being a raging drug addict and doing her first porno. But this yeah. was for her second porno. She received the award. So uh, that night, she was very drugged up. Uh, she made a video for Vince McMahon, and uh, she held up the silver dildo that I had given her, and she said, Vince, revenge is a dish best served cold. And then that was it. It was about 20 seconds. And uh, and that was China's revenge against Vince McMahon was me handing her a uh, silver dildo <laughs> because she had just made back door to China to Just hurt. like Amber, I don't think China understands what revenge is. No, I'm fairly certain Vince was like, if you're, well, lead, we'll, we're going we're to kick you out of the WWE and you're probably going to end up doing porn somewhere. Cause you're, and then she did. Um, All right. You know, Revenge. If you're going to do it swift, if you're going to make a decision, be smart about it. Don't be the guy that stabs somebody in a 7-Eleven. And if if you do, make sure he really deserved it. Yeah. Absolutely. Throw the fat man in front of the train. Throw the fat man in front of the train. There's a kids down there on the tracks. Cut your pubes and put them in brownies. Amber Smelson on Twitter, Ben Kissel on Twitter, Cena John on Twitter, and uh, what's, what's, next? what's next, Ed? All right. You can hear Ben on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, Last Podcast on the Left, and Roundtable Gentlemen, all right here on Cave Comedy Radio. We and love you. Ed and I have dog shit coming up uh, this Thursday. This Thursday, uh, April, April 3rd, but this might be afterwards, so it doesn't okay. matter. All right. Fuck it. Boom, boom. Have a good one.